What the Truck is back, coming to you live from the Insight 2018 Trimble Conference in Houston. This episode is brought to you by Trimble, and we're here talking with our friends from Risk Pulse. Eric Adamchik visits us, meteorologist and weather analyst at Risk Pulse from the University of Albany. Shout out to uh, what's what's your mascot's name? Oh, the Great Danes. The Great, Great Danes. Dan. Well. Yeah great day in the morning we have a big uh topic to talk about so thanks for um joining in to um you know running the gauntlet of the five good minutes with us are you ready ready or not here we come eric what's unusual about hurricane florence yeah so far it's it's definitely a track so this is this is really an unprecedented track that florence is taking on it's really it's kind of almost just a due westward approach more west northwest but uh yeah, it's certainly the way that the jet stream pattern's configured. It's really kind of ushering the uh, the storm right into the east, eastern seaboard here, whereas typically they kind of recurve up to the uh, track. Okay. Okay, so yeah, it's the, the high pressure thing, kind of yep. keeping it down, keeping it on the west course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when we talk about hurricanes, Eric, we, and we talk about their impacts, we talk about wind, rainfall, and storm surges. How do those three things interplay with what we expect to see from Hurricane Florence? Yeah, so it, it certainly each each one of those three elements is, is going to play a big role in the impacts here coming up with Florence when it makes landfall. So initially it's going to be your storm surge. It really from, it looks like Florence is going to be making landfall around Wilmington, North, uh, North Carolina. So pretty much from Wilmington kind of northward up the coast, that's really where you're going to see your, your storm surge impacts. And the highest wind impacts, you're probably going to see that right, right in the Wilmington area. But certainly could be looking at some, you know, some power outages. Um, Again, on that northern side from Wilmington, we'll see quite a bit of surge there along the, uh, along the coast as well. But I think the real, the real big, the real fact is going to be with the rainfall and the potential flooding. As once, once Florence actually moves inland into kind of more central North Carolina, there's a little bit of uncertainty in the weather models right now exactly how much rainfall will fall in these areas. But it looks like the storm will move inland, stall out, and there could be some. There, it's not out of the question for some area to potentially see over 20 years. Wow. 20 inches. And and so that leads us probably to ask the most um, important overall question for our audience, uh, and that is, what is the impact that you all anticipate on supply chains? Absolutely, yeah. So it's certainly going to see some pretty pretty, uh, high impacts on I-95 here. Could see some road closures uh, along I-95, but certainly the shipments are likely likely to be delayed, you know, one 24 hours, particularly from, you know, South Carolina up up through North Carolina. Also, uh, ports, you know, like the Port of Norfolk, other ports along the East Coast. Uh, I should say up to the Port of Norfolk, like could potentially see Savannah, Charleston, Wilmington, yeah. Norfolk. Yeah, Savannah and Charleston, probably to a lesser degree, certainly probably on the, you know, oh, the right, northern right. side of the Because they're not going to yeah. get that, the way it's rotating, they're exactly. not going to get that, that storm surge. Yep. Yes. Um, All the way up towards like Virginia, Virginia yep. Beach, yeah. I would imagine. Absolutely. I think we have time for another question, Eric. Um, One of the things that we talked about in our conversation earlier today was how um, improved the forecasting and the modeling are um, for this hurricane. Can you explain a little bit about sort of how that's evolved, um, you know, recently? Yeah. Yeah. So certainly, yeah. First and foremost, that's 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 a great yeah, that's a great point. The 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 forecast track for this particular storm, uh, by some of the forecast models, has been uh, it's been very uh, it's very been very consistent. Actually, it's consistent out you know pretty far in advance. And that's just there are certain there are certain upgrades and certain iterations that are done to the models here on a pretty regular basis. And yeah, it seems like they're starting to hone in on, especially in this particular storm. You know, it was definitely. And so we're getting like really accurate forecasts, you know, five, six days in advance. How does that impact 
you know, evacuations and disaster preparedness. Yeah, it just again increases just that lead time that uh, you know that for people to get out of the way. Also for for businesses, you know, supply chain businesses to you know to make decisions. Perhaps to, uh, perhaps the impact will be less less you know, not as bad if, if we yeah. if they make the right preparations in advance. Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully, people are starting to evacuate now, and you know, you know, avoid some of the congestions. You know, when uh, during evacuation. So yeah, hopefully that's. Let's hope there's not a lot of uh, issues of human error like there are with so many hurricanes. Yeah. Okay. Is, is there a big risk factor in the like the Wilmington and then even going into like the Charlotte area with like flash floods and stuff from um, yeah. 20 plus inches of rain? Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's that's where I think there's still a bit of uncertainty in the forecast now is exactly okay. where that rainfall, you know, the, the highest totals will be. But uh, yeah, this is certainly yeah, the, not the question that you know Charlotte could see some flash flooding again. Once again, if that's ultimately where the storm kind of stalls out over once. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you nailed the five good minutes, Eric, with a lot of good information in a short amount of time. So thanks for running the gauntlet. Yeah, and thanks for making time for us this afternoon and stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, yeah. sir. All right. Thanks, Appreciate it, man. Absolutely.